I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Girlfriend's Guide to Sports podcast. This is a special bonus episode to get you ready for the Formula One showdown this weekend. We'll go over how Formula One works, some helpful vocab, of course, dumb questions you don't want to ask your boyfriend, and a little bit on the drivers involved this weekend. Let's get started. Okay, so why am I doing this Formula One post right now? Well, it all comes down to this weekend. It's the classic story of the veteran star versus the new talent on the track, and it all comes down to this final race. Both Mercedes driver Lewis Hamilton and Red Bull's driver Max Verstappen are tied on points going into the final round at Abu Dhabi this weekend. They are tied at 369.5 points, and the last time two drivers were tied going into the final round was 1970. Four. There are 21 rounds all around the world in Formula One circuit, and the United States is becoming a much bigger market for Formula One with a round at Circuit of the Americas in Austin, Texas. But the league is looking to add more stops as the years go on. 140,000 people attended the race on Sunday in Austin this week, this past year, and 400,000 attended at some point over the weekend. Obviously, Formula One is gaining traction, haha, wordplay, due to the Netflix series Drive to Survive, and Hollywood could not write a better cliffhanger than this last round. Okay, so like I said, the veteran star is Lewis Hamilton. He drives for Mercedes, is a 36-year-old British driver wearing the number 44, he has had 287 starts, won seven world championships, 103 wins, 181 podiums, and 103 poles. And if you're one of those people who's like, well, he's won enough championships, does he really need to win another? Because he actually has been undefeated since 2017. Then let's go ahead and throw this at you. 
if he wins this world championship, he would surpass Michael Schumacher as the undisputed goat in Formula One. He would be on a level all by himself with a number eight that no one has ever won. He has to beat the Dutch 24-year-old Max Verstappen, who races for Red Bull Racing. He sports the number number 33. He has had 140 starts, 19 wins, 59 podiums, and 12 poles. He was the youngest driver ever to compete in Formula One when he made his racing debut in 2015. He was just 17 years old, and he won his first race at 18. Verstappen got into Formula One racing as his dad was a former teammate of Schumacher's, who's the guy that has the same amount of world championships as Hamilton right now, in the 90s. So what makes this rivalry so good? Well, not only it's the age-old story of veteran star versus new rookie talent coming in, but it's also really heated. Both drivers have been chippy on and off the track. These two have collided three times this season alone. In the media, Hamilton has quipped that Verstappen thinks rules don't apply to him. While Verstappen has come out swinging, saying his opinion of Hamilton and Mercedes has gone down over the last season, and hinted that his suspicions that the car was not legal earlier this year. Even the two drivers' bosses don't even like each other. Needless to say, get ready to watch some sparks fly. During the penultimate round, which was in Saudi Arabia, Verstappen got a time penalty and still ended up in second with Hamilton leveling the points by winning the race. And that race had everything, crashes, red flags, the safety car even came out. So tensions have been building. Okay, but I assume a lot of you will don't keep up or watch Formula One on a regular basis. I know I usually don't. So let's go over a little bit of the rules and how it works within the Formula One world. So in a race round, there will be three free practices. So practice, a qualifying round, and then the race. The three free practices are used to get the drivers used to the track and are usually about an hour long. The qualifying round determines a driver's spot on the starting grid and is usually done the day before the race. So in Formula One, the qualifying is done in three knockout stages, and the whole thing takes about an hour total. So Q1 is the qualifying one. That is the first one. It is 18 minutes long and with all 20 cars. At the end of those 18 minutes, the slowest five cars are eliminated and placed in spots 16 through 20 on the starting grid for the race the next day based on their fastest lap the fastest lap of those drivers gets the 16th spot then we move on to q2 which works the same way and another five cars are eliminated and placed in their spots on the starting grid then q3 is shortened it's only 12 minutes and only the top fastest 10 cars get to compete and each car gets a new set of soft tires This is important because each team only gets a certain number of soft tires per race round, so they need to be used wisely. The fastest lap out of Q3 gets pole position for the race, which means they get to start in first place. Every car that races has to actually be within 7% of the poles time, which the first place time. That keeps the race just safer as the faster cars are not passing slower cars constantly. That is called the 107% rule. The top 10 drivers, so everyone in Q3, must start the race on the same type of tires that they use to get their fastest lap. 
So again, there is some strategy here, depending on if they used soft tires or whatnot, because then they have to start on those set of tires when they come out for the race. And that wraps up qualifying. So during the race, a driver must make a pit stop during a dry race. Newer tires are faster tires, but the driver can stop at any point during the race. There is obviously some strategy involved on when. If it's a wet race, which means it's raining, drivers are not required to make a stop. Racers do get warm-up laps before the race. This allows them to check out the conditions on the day of, do a systems check, and get heat into your tires. Hashtag girlfriend hint here. You can tell it's a warm-up lap because the racers go through pit lane and do not touch the grid before lining up to start the race. Then the drivers will line up on the grid in their qualifying spots, and once the lights go out, the race starts. The race ends when the checkered flag comes out. No new laps can be started after that flag comes out and whoever crosses the line next wins. Obviously, the objective is to end the race in first place, meaning you cross the finish line before anyone else. And first place scores 25 points. Second place earns 18 points. Third place gets 15 points and goes down to 10th place gets one point is the final scoring place. Each race has 20 cars, so about half score points, and there are 10 teams with two riders each. Those teams are Mercedes, Red Bull, Ferrari, McLaren, Alpine, AlphaTauri, Aston Martin, Williams, Alfa Romeo, and Haas. Mercedes has generally dominated Formula One since 2014. There's also, in addition to the individual championship that we're obviously talking about heavily in this podcast, there's also a team championship, and Mercedes leads that with 587.5 points, and Red Bull is in second with 559.5 points. The other teams are like 307 or below. So the other, the two Mercedes racers are Botas and Hamilton and Red Bull Racing has Verstappen and Perez. To determine the team championship, if riders in both teams get points, then obviously that goes towards the team championship. So the more successful your, you and your teammate are, the better for your team. Okay, now let's go over some helpful vocab that you'll hear when watching the race. Aerodynamics is the study of airflow around the car design. The apex is the furthest inside point of the corner. So this is where the drivers will actually aim their car for in the corner. Blistering is when parts of the tire overheat and break away in chunks or soften. The box means to come in for a pit stop. The chassis is the part of the car which the engine and suspension are attached. A chicane are tight corners in opposite directions in a sequence. These are usually used to slow down cars. Compound, or at least the tread compound, is what the tires are made of. Ideally, you want a compound that maximizes grip but has decent durability. And drivers are allowed to use two different types of compounds during the race. If you hear commentators say a driver is on a flying lap, that means they are attempting their fastest lap on circuit. A race marshal is a course official, so think of that as Formula One's version of referees or umpires. At the start of the race, the drivers will do their outlap. That is when the driver leaves the pits to drive around the track to get to their starting grid. 
The paddock is the area behind the pits for teams and drivers only. Park Ferme is where cars and drivers go after qualifying for the race or the race. Usually top three goes there. You'll see many pit boards, which are the boards held over the wall to give drivers instructions or places or times. The pits are where the teams wait and change tires, usually by the grid and finish line. A race line is the best path a driver should take around the track or a corner. When the race gets red flagged, that means the race is stopped. If a driver gets into the slipstream, this is the effect a driver can use to achieve a higher speed by ducking behind another car, lessening the drag on their car, and using that acceleration to pass someone else. Torque is the twisting force that twists the wheels generated by the engine. And finally, traction is the degree a car is able to transfer power onto the surface of the track that moves them forward. So let's talk about this round. This is the Etad Airways Abu Dhabi Grand Prix. It is obviously the final round within Formula One and is at Yas Marina Circuit. Practices start Friday, qualifying will be Saturday, and the race will be on Sunday. There are 21 corners on this 5.5-kilometer track. The lap record is currently held by Sebastian Vettel with a time of 1 minute 40 seconds, 0.279, and the drivers will do 58 laps. Race Direction reminded everyone ahead of this race this weekend in the community that drivers can be punished with a points deduction or a race ban if it is found that a driver crashed into an opponent on purpose. This is important to note in the event of a tie. In other words, both cars do not finish or DNF. Verstappen would take that championship. Why? Because the tiebreaker goes to who has more wins over the season. If Verstappen crashes out, Hamilton will still need to take 10th to score that one single point or better to win the championship. This again goes back to obviously they have been chippy over the last couple of races. They hit last race. So this is basically saying that if you crash on purpose, which Verstappen could do and still win, that they, that could end up in a point deduction, which would lose him the world championship. The schedule of events free practice starts today, Friday. It's at 3.30 a.m. and practice free practice 2 at 7 a.m. Saturday, free practice 3 will be at 4 a.m. and qualifying will run at 7 a.m. On Sunday, you can catch the race at 7 a.m. on ESPN2. That is all central time, and obviously those times are bright and early due to the race being across the world in Abu Dhabi. To wrap it up, let's get into some dumb questions you don't want to ask your boyfriend about Formula One. And ironically, I had to ask my boyfriend slash husband now <laughs> some of these questions. So let's get started. Why are there so many laps and it's different at every track? This was actually a question I had. So the number of laps is determined by the shortest number of complete laps it takes to go 305 kilometers around a track. The largest number of laps on a Formula One circuit right now is in Holland, where they run 72. The exception is in Monaco, where the drivers only go 260 kilometers. The race cannot exceed two hours, however. If it does go over two hours, the race ends next time the lead car crosses the line. Why do the drivers have to come in for a pit stop? 
So the tires will eventually wear down and that will warrant the drivers to stop. They want to optimize maximum grip with the tires that will last the whole race. Why do the cars spark and is that dangerous? It's not dangerous. This happens on uneven parts of the track where the floor of the car hits those little uneven parts. This is There's actually a skid block or just a block of wood on the bottom of the cars. And if that wood is worn down more than a millimeter, then the car gets disqualified. And final question, I heard the term penalty points. Are those the same as what we get on our regular driver's license? So the answer is kind of. Each driver accumulates penalty points for on-track incidents and after a racer has so many which this number is 12 it actually equals a race ban that wraps up this bonus post on formula one i hope you guys feel a little bit more educated enough to watch the race this weekend it should be fantastic and thanks for tuning in hope to see y'all at the weekly update on monday